Hi, friends, and welcome to All Things Relatable, a place where stories are shared. It's hard to put a value on a story because the lasting effects it can have are often priceless. An individual's story has the potential to impact our lives in tremendous ways. My hope for you in joining me today is that this episode resonates with you and that you leave enlightened, ignited, and inspired because it only takes one moment to spark a change and leave an everlasting effect. A few years ago, when my next guest, Michelle's daughter, was just two years old, like most toddlers, she discovered the vent covers. And you know what happens next? Things get tossed down into the abyss and never seen again. Maybe it's not the dryer that eats the socks. Maybe it's the vents. And that metal right below the vent is so sharp, not somewhere where you want your little one's hands playing. This is what sparked Michelle's brilliant idea of a childproof vent cover. So she set to work. Initially, she envisioned this new pursuit to be a part-time gig that she worked on in the evenings and weekends. But what ended up happening was that she learned so many new skills along the way that new opportunities started to emerge and she was able to quit her full-time job. She was able to leave the nine to five work week behind and create a schedule that would allow her to be more present for her kids and take time for herself. Through the pandemic, she designed, patented, and manufactured a childproof vent cover that is currently available online. And Michelle has recently auditioned for the Dragon's Den Canada in hopes to get her product into retail stores so it becomes more accessible. So if you know anyone who has little ones and they have a home with vents, you can be a hero and solve their problem by sending them the link to these childproof vents. Hey, Michelle, I'm so happy to have you on today to talk about the process of how you took this idea and actually turned it into a product. Hi, thank you for having me. I love that intro so much. It's like the perfect explanation of exactly what happened. I love it. I know. I feel like everybody can relate. Like, I don't even know like what is down in those vents (laughs) down in that system, but I'm sure um, in the recovery, like a lot of money could be made off all of the stuff that's recovered in there. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to the day when your little girl discovered the vent covers. Okay. Well, it actually first started with my son. So he's the oldest. So he discovered them. And then I think we ended up just taping them down, but like with some really ugly red tape. And I just, I hated how it looked and they can still get them off when they're taped down. And so it was at that point where I did search online for like a childproof vent cover, Um, but it kind of, I couldn't find one. So like I said, we taped them down and that was the end of that until Casey came along and then she was even more aggressive with them. (laughs) And I was like, how is there not something for this? Like, this makes no sense. (laughs) And I just couldn't get it out of my head. I, I had to do something. Okay. So in your search, like nothing came up, there was no products or no solution to this, this problem you're having. There was, there's no product. Like my brother builds homes. So I actually called him first when I, when I was initially thinking that maybe I could design something. And he said, yeah, there's no actual vent cover that attaches to the floor other than the ones that you can get for the ceilings. And they drill directly in And so that wouldn't work for like tile floors or certain floors, or if you don't want to wreck your floor, because you don't want to have, you'd have screw holes in your floor forever. So that was the only thing. And then other than that, it was just all DIY stuff like tape and Velcro. And then you'd have to go to the store and get all these supplies. And it would just, 
it just didn't make sense and I couldn't let it go. Okay. So like, what is that process like? Cause it's like, yes, I'm sure all of us think of all of these problems and we're like, oh my gosh, like, I wish there was just something to solve this problem of mine, but you actually like did something about it. You like, you couldn't get it off your mind. So what did you do next then? I, I started just like drawing ideas down basically. And uh, I kept my original drawing. Like I went through a few drawings initially. I was like, well, maybe it should have like springs or something like that. Like maybe it has a pulley system. Like I was like going through all these ideas and then I was like, it can't be this complicated because then it would take way too much to uh, manufacture it. And I just wanted something that you could just literally just like mold out of plastic and put on the shelf. So then I started looking around like at other, I guess, sort of childproof things and what that entailed. And the, the thing that I came across that like kind of clicked for me was the room, was the battery covers on one of our remotes. Cause it had a really small tab that you had to pull back. And so that's, that's when it clicked. And I was like, okay, if it had two of these tabs and they were really small and you had to pull them back at the same time to open it, then a small kid wouldn't be able to do that. And so I, I drew it up and I sent it to a guy that my brother knows who does CAD drawings and, and it just took off from there. He did the drawing for me. And then I was able to use that, like it's called a CAD file and a step file that the manufacturers use to build the molds. Okay. Like, okay. This just sounds so crazy to me. Like you just started drawing it out. So is that something like that you've always had in you, like that creativity or that you know, problem solving, like not everybody would just start drawing or like, where would you even start? So where do you get that from? I think it is my problem solving. Like I do love a good, like investigation and like figuring out a solution to things. And, and like in my, in my career as like an admin assistant, it was more to do like with numbers and like balancing budgets and stuff. But then I guess just kind of transitioned to finding a better vent cover. (laughs) Wow. That's just so crazy. How like, yeah, just you're investigating in your curiosity and you're needing to solve this problem turn into, um, actually solving the problem that all these people have. So you sent off this drawing, then you're getting the mold. I know you eventually, um, went from a full-time nine to five to transitioning out of it. So like, what did that kind of look like? What were some of the steps or the skills you said you learned some skills along the way? So what kind of skills did you acquire through this process and how did you end up transitioning out? Um, Okay. So originally when I had my idea, it was 2019. So it was literally right before the pandemic. So I was working on it for like that first six months in my spare time. Um, and then when the pandemic hit and I was at home more and then all the daycare shut down. And so my kids were home more and I was just like finding it so hard to balance both things. Um, and then it became another like thing that I investigated, like how, like there's gotta be a job that I can do from home. Cause there was always talk of going back to work, like through the whole, (laughs) through the whole thing. And I was like, I'm, I really enjoy working at home. And if I could make better hours for myself where I could work on the vent covers, cause it was getting 
really pushed to the back burner and I was making no progress. Um, so then, yeah, it was just another thing that I investigated and there was all kinds of help online that I found um, where I could actually use my skills. And the pandemic, it's weird to kind of help that because, because everyone was moving to an online sort of operation anyways, this position sort of like opened up called um, a virtual assistant. And so I was like, well, that makes sense because I have all these admin skills already. And then I learned um, how to build a website by, um, that's like one of the first things I did when I had this idea was built the website so people could come and check out my idea and I could see if, if people were into it. Um, so that was the main thing. And then it just kind of snowballed from there where I reached out to a few people that I knew. And I was like, if, if I had, time for this would you use me and they were like oh yeah for sure so I already like started building clientele that way and um yeah then in February 2021 I was able to quit my job so it took a year of like planning and really honing those skills and building my own another website for um my virtual assistant stuff <laughs> were, were you on the side doing any virtual assistant stuff as you had your um, like nine to five job from home or did it actually yeah. start? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was. Um, and the reason for that was to see if I, if it would work and also to bring in extra money to help me with the vent covers. Cause I needed like some income for that. Uh, yeah. So it just, it's just weird how it all just sort of like, it all happened at like the exact right moments and, and I'm, it was just so exciting. <laughs> it's still exciting. Okay. So then you get this mold out. So you're, you know, going through the pandemic, building these skills, you're able to, you know, your invention, I guess to say is like kind of going on the back burner. Cause you're busy at home working and you're thinking like, how, how could I create my own hours? And you get to that point, then what did it take to get like actual molds of the product? Was there a lot of trial and error testing? Were, were there any like major roadblocks along the way? That was like the hardest part of this whole process. And, and initially when I started, I just, I figured it would be super easy. And I also thought it would be fairly cheap. Um, but once I started like sending out my file to the, to these manufacturers, the quotes that I was getting back were like so crazy, so expensive. And I was like, there's no way I can pay for this, like for something that I don't even know if it's going to sell in the end. So that was the hardest part. And I, and like I said, that whole year was kind of like, I would, I would ask for quotes here and there every few months and, and I was just not getting anything back. And I was sort of like losing steam. Um, I even ended up coding like overseas, which is something that I didn't really want to do because I wanted to keep it in Canada. I didn't want to have to deal with um, like having the shipments across the ocean and who knows what could happen and like all the logistics that come with that. So yeah, that was the hardest part. And it just, it was just a lot, it was a lot of trial and error. And there was a time where somebody that I got a quote from like really took me for a ride and I lost some money. And so it was like super discouraging, but, um, I ended up finding somebody that was able to make them overseas. So it was cheaper to make 
and then they shipped it to their to their shop in Ontario and and then he gave me a decent price for manufacturing each product okay so can you explain that a little bit like you got the mold the mold made Mm -hmm. or the actual product made the mold so like it's a big like metal like it's made out of steel and um, my Vancouver has three parts so I actually had to get three molds in the end which obviously I didn't know when I started (laughs) Um, yeah so it was a big like it's a big steel mold and they go to it goes to this manufacturer and he injects it with plastic and then makes each piece and ships it to me and I put it all together. Okay. But when you sent out your drawing and you sent this to these, um, these people, did Mm -hmm. they have to trial and error and get it all together and pieced right to make it work? Or how did you actually eventually sign off on like, this is like the product that I'm envisioning and wanting. Did they send you samples to your home to kind of check out before? Yeah. Yeah, I did get samples and I actually sent my like CAD files to a couple of people who knew more about injection molding than the initial guy, just to make sure that it would work. And then also your manufacturer will tell you if it, if it wouldn't work. So they, they helped me a little bit too. And then I ended up making a couple of changes just through getting the samples. So, and I mean, like, and all this stuff is taking so much time, (laughs) So it's just not what I expected it to be, but I just got it, I guess, and made it happen. Well, and through the whole process, was there ever a point where you're like, okay, this is taking way too much time, way too much energy. I mean, you said at first you thought it would be a lot easier. Um, was there ever a time where you're like, okay, I I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Or were you just like, nope, I'm going to stick it through to the very end. (laughs) I was pretty determined and I think it's just because I had already like put so much time and effort into it and I was so close like I knew what I needed and so it was just a matter of finding the right person um, and finding the right resources so like when you first start out with something like this and you have no clue where to go you don't know that there is resources out there so I ended up finding a lot of resources along the way, like just help for entrepreneurs and help for, like I got a grant for my patent, which is something that was really important for me to get um, so that nobody can steal my idea. Um, and uh, and then, yeah, just a lot of like, there's a, a group called Futurepreneur who helps entrepreneurs. Uh, they're out of Ontario. And um, through them, I was able to get the funds for, to buy the mold so that I can own that. So yeah, so again, it was a timing thing, like the first year and a half, I didn't really know where to get the mold or how I was gonna pay for it. And, but I was still getting quotes. And then by, um, I think it was January, 2021, when I learned about Futurepreneur and applied with them, then it just was like a ball rolling from there. And then I was like, it clicked for me, like, okay, I can get this these funds. And now I know who to talk to, to get the molds and I can actually pay for it. And so it just worked out really good. Wow. I love how those synchronicities just kind of lined up, like right when you kind of needed them. And I think that's such a good point that you bring out, like all of the resources are out there, but when you don't really know, it's like something new, um, then you don't, you know, it, it might be, um, 
holding you back like time-wise because it's like how do you find the resources that you don't even know about like you don't even know they're a thing or they're available so um with the futurepreneurs like what kind of support do they offer for entrepreneurs they they offer like um, loans. So like, you don't have to go through a bank. So it it was a lot easier to get a loan. They don't need certain things that a bank would need. They looked at my business plan. They looked at my financials and, uh, and they helped me with a lot of that too. So like, it was amazing the support that they offered. Wow. Okay. So then when your event finally, um, after all of this time, like you actually have it. And you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm ready to share this with the world. Like what was the response that you got? Um, it was actually kind of like, it wasn't, it wasn't a crazy extreme, like, like a thousand orders overnight or anything like that, but I did start getting orders right away. And so it was just like, one of those things, like you're, you feel so validated and like happy. And like, finally I can, I can send this out. Like I can help people with this problem. (laughs) Yes. And it did, and it did grow from there. Um, Like, so, and that was only in October. So like, but every month it just gets a little bit better, a little bit better and more and more things come of it. So. And are you like actually packaging these up and shipping them or does somebody do that for you? Right now I am, but the goal will be that somebody else will do it. So there's a couple of options that I'm looking at right now where, yeah, I would um, get them sent and they would package them for me. Okay. Yeah. So, and then another question that I'm curious about is like with the vent covers, um, like, are there any home builder companies or like big companies? I just see this, like every home builder, like your brother's a home builder, like, why wouldn't these be installed with the homes from the beginning? So is that something that you're looking into or like, where do you see this going? Yeah, exactly. That is one of the things I'm looking into. And my brother does install them in his homes. So that's huge for me. I love it. Um, And he's been like, like such an amazing support this whole time too. But yeah, that is one of my goals. So get into home builders, get into retailers so that anybody like it, it's not necessarily just for parents either. Like anybody that's renovating their home, that's looking for new vent covers. Like this is a good option just because it stays in the floor. Yes, absolutely. Um, okay. And so you had two small kids and your hubby along the way from this, like what was, um, what was your hubby thinking when you said like, Hey, I've got this idea and I want to invent this event cover. It's so funny. I, I still ask him, like, do you think I'm crazy? Like, you think I'm a crazy person? He's been so good and supportive this whole time too. And I think, um, he was just like, go for it. Like, if you think you can do it and you have this idea and it's going to work, like, it's a good idea. Like he wanted them too. And the kids are getting into them. So, yeah, I think he, he's been amazing. And I think he's really proud now that it's finally done too. And probably a little relieved that it actually worked. <laughs> and I keep telling him like, like stick with me. Like eventually I'll be able to retire you and you can stay home and be my house husband and it'll be amazing. Like just, just wait. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that because I feel like 
a lot of people are held back from these incredible ideas because they might have to lean in to the support financially from a partner. And that can be really, really difficult when you have something that you're so fired up about that you love and you're, it would be a hard ask, even though, I mean, you're contributing in so many other ways with your family and, you know, this idea that you have. So, um, yeah. What do you say to people who maybe are in that spot? They've got an idea, they've got something that's on their mind, but they're going to have to have a conversation with their partner saying like financially, that's just such a charge for some people. It can just be so hard. Like what, what advice would you give them? That's a tough one because I think we do the way we do things is different from everyone else. So like, we don't, this might be getting a little too personal, but we don't share our finances. So like, like we contribute equally to what's going on in the household, but like our money is our own. So as, so the way I said it to him was like, I, I like, I'll make sure that everything that I'm already responsible for will be okay. And then this will just be extra, um, eventually extra income for, for us that will help us, um, in the future. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's just, a, you have to have a really good relationship and you have to have everything out on the table and, um, and it's just, you need that support. You, you, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. Like you just need to be like close to that person in, in the right ways and try and trust each other. Mm. huge (laughs) yeah that trust like him knowing you as a person and having this idea and thinking like yeah okay this is something that you believe in that I trust you and um then can go ahead with it because yeah that is super super it would be super hard and I don't even know what I would say if he came to me with with an idea like that you know so (laughs) it's just been really good but like I'm updating him every step of the way I still tell him every time that there's a sale so (laughs) yay okay so you say eventually like you want to be able to retire him from from his job Mm -hmm. so what is your vision like what would life look like when these event covers just go crazy like you get onto dragon's den let's just like say perfect scenario you get onto dragons and they all are fighting for you to pick them they're like oh my gosh you need to invest in me you pick whoever you pick it like things kind of the momentum picks up you're able to bring in this income like what do you envision yourself doing and your husband or your family when things get to this point I'm kind of envisioning honestly like living um like in a smaller town maybe and just like slowing down a little bit that's like my biggest vision and like and spending more time together and like doing like going and seeing all the things Um, my kids are at a perfect age right now too where we can travel like they're four and seven now so yeah I think that's what that's what I envision and like that's kind of like why I never gave up and why I'm still doing it and trying to make that become reality Mm, I love that. And slowing down, like just a little mm. live in a smaller town, slowing down. What does slowed down life kind of look like in the daily? 
Uh, it's like not having a certain time that you have to wake up, <laughs> I guess, other than getting the kids to school, but like, you know, just like enjoying your morning and not being rushed out the door and, uh, having like dinner together as a family at the table and having weekends planned or not planned if you want, um, just stuff like that. Just not, not worrying so much and stressing so much about day-to-day -day stuff. Yes. I feel like that's so, um, how, how many people live, right. It's just like, everything yeah. is like, go, go, go this, that, this, like, it's kind of like very fast paced. So slowing down sounds really lovely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the dragon's den because you are auditioning to be on the dragon's den. So, um, when will you find out if you're able to get on, if you're selected, like, how is that process? What does that look like? Um, so I initially, I think I applied in December, January. I just, um, saw probably it was like a thing on Facebook, like auditions are open. And I didn't know if I was ready because I didn't really have sales, but I just applied anyways, just to see what would happen. Um, and then, yeah, I got the email that said, you, um, can you come audition? So I did audition in March and they um, told me if I don't hear back by the end of this week, actually. <laughs> so I'm going to give them till Sunday. If I don't hear back this week, then I didn't get on. But um, obviously you can apply every year. So I think that's what I'm going to do. Um, but it's also funny because I applied for, I don't know what it is about, um, April and May, but there was two other pitch competitions that I applied for that actually made it into the top 100 for. So there's a lot of stuff going on right now, but I'm going to be an expert at pitching this company <laughs> by the end of the summer. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So what two, um, what two pitches did you make? Like what? So one of them is called the total mom pitch. Um, and so it's this, uh, woman, her name's Anna Sinclair, and she's just like, an angel. She's the best. Um, she started this total mom show it's called, um, for specifically for helping women entrepreneurs. So it was all mom entrepreneurs that, um, were asked to apply. So I'm in the top 100 for that. And we'll be, we sent, um, the top 100 sent pitch videos in. So then the judges will be choosing top five from those videos and the top five will pitch, um, for the grand prize, which is $30,000 of cash and prizes and like mentorship and stuff. So it's going to be, it would be a big win for sure. But wow. also the, the support and like the, the things she's providing for the top 100, even like we meet every week and we, and she has speakers and stuff coming in for us. Like even that has been like phenomenal. So she's a uh, total mom. Total Mom Show is just somebody to just check out and just see what she has going on because she's uh, doing a lot for, for moms in Canada. And then the other one um, is through Startup Canada. So I think they do they do this every year too. And their prize, it's kind of the same, same deal. There's a top 100 and then we go through all these um, meetings and get some mentors in to help us with our pitch. And then... Um, I believe we do have to send in videos and it's the same idea, but I think the top five for this one actually pitch in person in uh, Ontario and Toronto, I think. 
So that would be cool. And then this, this prize is 75,000. So it's big stakes. <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness. And I think it is so amazing hearing you say like you are in the top 100 and then it yeah. just blows me away that there are over like hundreds of people, obviously doing the things mompreneurs or like right. creating whatever they are creating that they've only chosen 100, but there's so many people doing the same kind of thing, having the same vision in different ways. So, right. um, I love how you say this, Anna Sinclair has kind of created a community where you can yes. get together. And like, I feel like that is where you learn, right. You get with this community and everybody's going through similar challenges and hurdles and, you know, could use each other. So what do you think the best part is about finding like this community? Yeah, it was the same for me when I found it, I was blown away. And, um, and it's so true. And it's another one of those things where you don't, if you don't know, it's there, like you don't understand how much it can help you. And so to find that, have that community and everyone's so supportive. And like you said, everyone's going through kind of the same thing. And so like, it's just phenomenal. And so you can ask questions and, you know, and and everyone's at a different stage of the journey too, which is nice. So like you can, you can find help and you can give help, which is also something that I really want to do is give help to other people who are trying to do something like this. Cause it, it is so, uh, there's just so much to it that you, you don't know going in. And if I can help somebody not make some of the mistakes I made that, that would be great. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. How you're not only receiving all of it, but that you're able to give back to people who are, you know, in stage one with their idea and help them guide them through. So the process yeah. might be a little more smooth or maybe they'll yeah. feel more supported along, along the journey. Okay. So lastly, like, do you want to, you said you're going to become like an expert at pitching. Do you <laughs> want to like pitch for us and tell us about like this product or why everybody needs this product that you have? Oh my gosh. Sure. Yeah. Good idea. <laughs> no pressure. If you don't, that's absolutely fine. I just thought, Oh, that might be fun. I haven't done that before. Well, I still have my pitch tape to the wall here. So, um, here's my daughter. <laughs> Hi Casey. Um, yeah, so let's, let's do this. Okay. So, let's do this. This will be practice for, yeah. you know, when you get in front of those, those dragons or whatever other, um, group that you're going to get in front of and people are going to be like, yes, what is this? <laughs> okay. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. So my name is Michelle McCray. I'm a mom of two and I live in Grand Prairie, Alberta. I'm the owner of Carry Me Company. Uh, and here at Carry Me Company, I make life easier for parents and safer for kids with my patent pending uh, floor vent covers that are childproof. So I'm the type of person who doesn't do things a certain way just because that's the way it's always been done. And um, when I saw this problem that parents were having, and I wasn't the only one where their kids were removing the vents and putting things down and being unsafe around them, um, I had to be the one that came up with the solution. So I designed Guard Event to be everything that current vent covers are missing. So they are secured to the floor on the inside of the vent. So there's no damage to your flooring and uh, they have a hinged lid so that you can install them. And then when that lid is closed, 
it locks in place so it keeps the little hands out. So it's easy to install, it looks great in the floor, and it makes a great childproofing product, but you also will never need to remove it once your kids are out of the curiosity stage. It looks and functions the same as any other vent cover, so you can leave it there forever. Um, since founding Carry Me in 2019, I've designed, developed, and manufactured my product through a pandemic, a career change, and balancing life as a mom of two little kids who need so much love and attention. <laughs> <laughs> so if I win um, this competition, it's going to open the doors for me to scale my business and provide me the mentorship and the contacts and the resources that I need to get Gardevent in the hands of more parents in North America. Oh my gosh. I love it. And the best thing is I know like the audience are just listening in, but Casey, your little one, <laughs> hi, cutie pie. She is like right there snuggled up into your arms. And she was, um, part of the inspiration for this product. So yes. I just love that. Yeah. How she kind of scoops in right at the end. Yeah. Like mom, I'm the one who brought you this brilliant idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't take all the credit. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I, and I love that. It's like you said, it is like great quality does, um, solves your problem. Just like any other vent cover has the same, like, look, does the same job, but adds that safety into it. So like, right. why, why not? Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So where can everybody find you at, find your product, connect with you, order these for gifts for everybody that they know, if they're wanting to update their own home or, um, building a home now, where can they get a hold of these vent covers yes uh they're they're on my website mainly right now and um like i said i'm looking at maybe uh sending a few to amazon so that people could get faster shipping but right now they're on my website which is um www.carryme.com and carry me is k-a-r-y-m-i and um that name it sounds kind of weird but it is just a, a mash of all of our names. So my name, my husband's name and my kids' names. So that's where that came from. I just had to include everybody. So <laughs> I love it. And everybody has been a part of this journey that you've exactly. been on. So. And, um, sorry. And they're all I'm, like, I have a Facebook page. I have an Instagram. I have a TikTok, even though it's not, I'm not super active on TikTok, but I do love TikTok. So I have a TikTok page. Uh, yeah. Instagram, Facebook, and a YouTube channel. So there you go. Okay. Very cool. And we'll obviously link all that in the show notes. So it's easy to find. So, okay. yes. Thank you so much for being on. I absolutely love, like, it's so cool to know of someone who actually, you know, had this idea and followed through and has, um, created, um, this amazing product from start from the okay. idea to finish. And now people it's accessible and people out there can grab it. So how cool. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I feel like you're just going to inspire so many people to take their idea, whatever it is and run with it. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. And if there is anybody listening that wants to like learn more about how to do it, I am absolutely available to just ask questions or whatever you need. So thank you for having me. This was so fun. I loved it. Thank you. And hello, Casey. <laughs> Say bye. Bye. <laughs> 
Thank you for joining me on today's episode of All Things Relatable. If you know someone that would relate to this episode and get value from it, please pass it along. Also, if this episode resonated with you, I would love for you to rate, review, and subscribe.